you can't see that I started recording. No, but I'm just guessing Normally that you we're on did. The same side of the recorder. Yeah, we're in a new space today. Things are different. Yeah, I wonder how the acoustics are. Hello. Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, that was clean. I don't know what bad acoustics would sound like to me for this podcast with our <laughs> yeah. very proximity-based dynamic microphones. That's actually a good point. Yeah. I guess bad recording would just if we put the microphones on the other side of the table. Yeah. This is probably bad. Yeah, I don't think this sounds good. People aren't going to enjoy this no. podcast. And we're bad. <laughs> <laughs> we have come to my parents' house yes. in beautiful Kirkwood, Missouri. It is a beautiful area. Actually. It is. On a beautiful, beautiful day. Home. On a beautiful day. Oh my God. Yeah, the beautiful. sun was Everything out. I was is like, fantastic. what is today? Yeah. I'll I take like it. this. Yeah. And there's that nice shaft of light coming in and hitting that chair over by that Santa Claus there. I'm yeah. liking that. It's yeah. a good view still, for me. Still Christmas spirit in this home. As it should be. Yes, very much. Um, we we came here because sort of a motif of the past few episodes has been us, us trying to stay very quiet. Yeah. Because my son is sleeping and we're recording late at night. Now, we happen to not be recording late at night currently. I know. This it's is like awesome. It's 1 o'clock in the yeah. afternoon, one thirty now. Uh, but uh, we can... We can, we can yell. If if we are so taken by the moment, oh. we can yell without hesitation. Oh, there are moments. If Sheila visits <laughs> us, if we step into the mind of Franklin, we can do so without hesitation. I like that. And we already started off yelling by there, checking it, the acoustics. There is a chicken in the backyard that could be startled, but that I think is a the startled only. chicken. A startled. No, is this chicken. a pet chicken, or you're just saying there's a chicken that lives around Kirkwood that you know just goes it's a house pet to chicken. house? Okay, they have a chicken, just a singular chicken. Well, they used to have five. You, I one. thought you were only supposed to have four. Is Kirkwood five? I don't know. Yeah, I yeah. know that they used to have five. Then it went to four. Then three. Then two for a long time. I mean, you got to eat the chickens. Just recently to one. Yeah. <laughs> this. Uh, I was I was driving along the road one day and I had to stop for the night. We were just uh, driving way too long and I stopped at this farmer's house. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and I was like, "Excuse me, farmer, do you mind if we uh, stay the night?" It's yeah. been a, a treacherous journey thus far, and he's like, absolutely, please. Let me show you around my farm. So we're like, thank you so much. And so me and the people I was with, we uh, he's showing us around, and he's showing us the barn and the fields and stuff like that. And as we're going through one of the the barns, uh, I see this pig that only has three legs. Ooh. And I was like, farmer, I have to ask, what's what's with the pig? Like, why does that pig only have three legs? And the farmer says, well, Sean... That that there is a very special pig. And I was like, what do, you, what do you mean? He's like, well, about a year ago, our house caught on fire in the middle of the night. We had no idea. We were all sound asleep on the inside. The pig saw it through just a crack in the wall between yeah. the boards, broke out of its pen, ran across the yard, broke down the door to our house, <laughs> And started running up and down the stairs in our burning home, made so much noise, started banging his little hooves on our doors, our bedroom doors. We all woke up. We all got out of the house completely safely. Absolutely no one was harmed. I was like, holy cow, that is incredible. That is a very special pig. Uh, I said, but, but uh, why, why does it only have three legs? And the farmer said, well, a pig that's special, you don't eat all at once. <laughs> No, for okay. You know what my favorite part of this story is, though. It's true. I like that you called the farmer farmer, and he called you Sean. He never introduced himself, but you introduced yourself. 
I said we had stopped at a farmer's house. Yeah, but you continued calling him farmer. You no, never no, no. gave him a name. In the same way that I could say, like, we stopped at a David's house. But you said... We stopped at a Michael's you house. You said... His I name said was Farmer. Farmer. <laughs> yeah, his name was Farmer. If I stopped at a David's house... So his house, name was Farmer Farmer? No, his name, his name was, was Farmer Michelson. It was Farmer Michelson. Michelson was his last name. But what was his first name? Farmer. When will then be now? <laughs> Soon. <laughs> Um, I like that joke. That's, that's a good that's, joke. I think that's one of my three jokes, which if something sparks the conversation, I have to tell that joke as yeah. painfully slowly as I can. <laughs> it's up there with the king hunting With the joke. king hunting, yeah. yeah. I was wondering when that's going to come I, out. I can't resist uh, when it presents <laughs> now itself. Now, you said three. Now, that means we've only gone through two, and there's one left. There is one left. And what's exciting for me yeah. is I, I can't think of it, but I know it. I, oh, I know, I know it, and I just know I tell it. it, and so it's going to come up at some point, yeah. and you will see a look cascade <laughs> across my face of, oh, here it. it comes. This was the third joke. Dude, I'm going to get a confetti cannon. I'm going to bring it with me everywhere I go, just in case that story comes out. Just so you can pop the confetti so cannon, the celebrate confetti the cannon. moment? Yeah, but knowing me, the confetti cannon won't be, won't be working. It'll be a dud. But you can still shake the confetti cool. out. Well, yeah, I'll shake it out. I'm not going to shake it out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what gesture that was. That's a gesture of shaking out. That's a shaking game. out gesture. Yeah, I'm so glad we're only in audio. Yeah, we had talked about uh, doing this episode live from Brett Hoy's house. Yes, and I was so excited about this. Oh, it's a great idea. Great idea. Uh, and I was assuming that we would have included him in the recording. Well, yeah, like, yeah. I have another microphone. We would absolutely include him in the conversation. But I think alas, we would give him a corner where we're just like, okay, Brett, you have 60 we seconds. We have a go. long microphone cable yeah. that will run <laughs> under the door to another room for him. He doesn't get to listen. He has no idea what's Won't going on within in. the story. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you just hear very faintly in the background. <laughs> just every once in a while, we yell out, no, 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 yeah, we can hear you. Yeah, we got you. Yeah, yeah. Loud and clear. Pretentious. Because whatever he's talking about is pretentious. <laughs> but alas, we are not live from his house as uh, as we had planned, which we were going to do video. Yeah, we were going to live the stream idea, it. Yeah, and just ins- getting Brett's reactions. Yeah, and instead, uh, we are not filming, and we are at my parents' house. Yeah. It smells nice, though. I don't know what candle I'm smelling. Uh, I would guess it's probably like a... a an evergreen, like a yeah, Christmas yeah. tree, maybe a Christmas oh, yeah, cookie. Yeah, yeah. It's something... I, I think it's some sort of kooky. I mean, I, there, I can smell kooky. There is also a live Christmas tree over there. Oh, Which brings with it, it a scent. Yeah, it's a good scent. Mm. It's a Mr. Good it's scent. It's a Mr. Good scent. <laughs> I was right there with you. <laughs> Always with me. Always. Man, we recorded... The last time we recorded was on December the 12th. We recorded... We were up Whoa. four episodes yeah. pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, and that was huge, but that means it's been almost a month yeah. since we recorded, and I have missed this story. <laughs> I miss this world. It is nice to jump back in uh, because you forget how dumb this book is. Yeah. You forget what this an awful, one is the worst. Awful book. Yeah. I feel like we're going to keep saying that. <laughs> and there's, there's the expression, you know, they, they can't all be highlights. Yeah. Like there's going to be some misses. But I struggle to imagine, like, we'll get to book six and be like, oh, that was actually a pretty good this book. This one's doing a good job. This one was a great mystery, well-written. Yeah. Like, 
I just don't see that happening. Like I see it getting progressively worse. I can uh, see that and, as well, unfortunately. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. I feel like that makes our we know job what to expect easier. Now. Yeah. I mean, I think with book one, I didn't know what to expect. So that's why it was my favorite. Because it was just like, oh, this is kind of silly. Oh, this is a lot sillier than I thought. Now that silliness isn't silly to me anymore. I've become bitter. That's and I'm just the like, norm. these boys are dumb. Yes. I hate everything about them. And not just the boys. But no, the author, <laughs> and I don't know if you can see my page here, seeing as we're sitting so far from each other compared to the usual, Yeah, but I have a map drawn <laughs> all over the, the title page here. I had to go back, because um, they start giving cardinal directions toward oh, the end of the chapter, a yeah. lot of them, and yeah. but only east and south. <laughs> Everything is south of it on the south side, but the south... And then they're they're talking about making right and left turns, and so I was trying to like visualize where they were and why it was important to say these <laughs> things, um, and why yeah why say they turned left? And there was even one I think where it says like which was on their left. Yeah, like why? Who cares? Why say that? They, they <laughs> arrived at the river. It's, the boys it, drove to the river. It does not matter. No, unless it does matter. In and then you're case, keeping the I mental be, note. Uh, yeah. I, so I Sean, I can tell you right now, it's never going to come back to that. Yeah. <laughs> so when we last left the boys, uh, oh, no, no, it was no, in the no, middle no. of the night, was Joe was suddenly awakened by a clattering sound, uh, and somebody on a bike was outside, like, dropping something off, and yeah. Joe was screaming at them, and they drove away. Rode, rode away on their bike, almost fell. Yeah, uh, and we made we made fun of them quite a bit for almost falling as they get on a bike. Yeah, because that is the who does that, and that is like the least risky time. Yeah, you're not moving really yet. <laughs> like you just put your foot down. It's not a big deal. Which we kind of get a payoff, right? Which was right. nice. Kind of why the I was most, playing that out there. No, I know that was very um, before shadowing. Well, uh, l- let, let's do it. Chapter chapter five. five. The bicycle, the bicycle clue. clue. Nice. And what I want to say here, before we really start the actual first lines here, this is the middle of the night. And that's taken from, <laughs> taken from the chapter before. Like, in the middle of the night, Joe was suddenly awakened by a clattering sound. Yeah. And I just wanted to establish, what is the middle of the night in this decade Oh, that these are written? Okay. I, I immediately just thought 12, but you're right. Because for me, hmm. if somebody knocked on my door at midnight... That's not actually... I mean, there's times when we're podcasting where you knock on the door at midnight because you left at 11.55 <laughs> and forgot your wallet. For, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like, and that's no, not like... Oh, I forgot my cell phone and I couldn't text you. I forgot my cell phone. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that was a problem. Yeah. Uh, but I knocked softly. You knocked softly? I'm so happy that you were uh, next to the door still. I'm so happy you had to take a dump to where you were left next to the door. Is that too much information? No, I said I hadn't gone to the bathroom yet. Oh, you hadn't gone to the bathroom. Okay. Yeah, I'm so I, happy that you meditate for five minutes before you dump. I Now I hate this. Now I hate this. And that's that's on the edge of me editing. Like, like That would be the first, like, I'll cut that out. I don't like that. I wish. I hope that I have one thing that gets cut out in this entire show. It would well, be awesome. It's down this road somewhere. Uh but the middle of the night, it made me wonder, like, if, like, at this time, I imagine everyone's waking up at four o'clock in the morning to tend to their farm. Yeah. That's so, when the milk comes. So is middle of the night, like, 8.45 p.m., <laughs> like, three hours after sunset when they've all gone yeah. to bed? Like, I just didn't know, like, is it 2 a.m.? 
Is it 4 a.m.? What is the middle of the night? I don't know, but I'm sure you can tell me on your roadmap how to get down to uh, the scientific store, but we don't know what time it is. So yeah, It's just in the center just of Just priorities here. Yeah. Um, so here question. we are in the middle of the night. So Joe had just screamed out the window, What's going on? <laughs> Joe cried out. And then Joe ran downstairs to the front door, flung it open, and dashed outside. He reached the end of the walk oh. and peered in the direction the mysterious cyclist had taken. The person was not in sight. And did we write the same note? Nope. I didn't write anything. Well, Joe. I just wrote, of course not, in my head, but. Put your ear down, man. <laughs> See if you can hear receding bicycle tread. Yeah, I'm sure this is probably a young man. I'm sure he's got a card within his spokes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Make it sound like a sweet motor. Uh, puzzled, Joe walked slowly back to the house. Had the stranger come there by mistake, the narrator asks. Uh, yeah, I know. It's so much in this. If not, what did he want? Joe responded. <laughs> it says Joe wondered. <laughs> What a weird paragraph that is, because yeah. it's the narrator asking, had the stranger come there by mistake? And then Joe, in quotes, if not, what did he want? End quote. Oh. Joe wondered. There is a lot of actual full paragraphs in this chapter where I'm like, that's the weirdest paragraph I've ever read. This and, is one of them. And they, they do these these thoughts several yeah. times. The last time we saw this a bunch was in the last book when they were sneaking around in the caves, like being totally silent because they were tracing people. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, that, that does, we need to know what they're thinking, but they can't really say it aloud. And, I mean, Joe did whisper quite a bit, <laughs> to which Frank responded, shh, <laughs> shut up. But this, he was just yelling, what's going on? Like, I don't know why he wouldn't be afforded the opportunity to speak a little bit. Ah, that's funny, Joe said. Yeah, this is weird, after he just yelled, what's going on? Yeah, you're right with that. What this is, is what is that movie that that line is from? There's like that clip where there's like a woman screaming like "What's happening?" That's like a famous is it Poltergeist. Ooh, I don't know. You might have me stumped here, I son. There's like a a, a gif. Yeah, that's made the rounds. There's like a clip. I'll have to see of a this woman gif screaming. What's happening? It could be from Poltergeist. There is a lot of times in that movie where you think, "What is happening? This yeah. is insane." But. That is not Joe right now. That's not Joe. Instead, he is wandering silently to and himself. I love this part right here. Go ahead. The rest of the Hardy family had been awakened by Joe's cries to the stranger. And I just imagine all of the family waking up like, oh, Joe's PTSD again. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> He's banging his head against the ground. He's shooting holes. <laughs> <laughs> Wolverines! Joe, that movie's not even out yet! Frank! <laughs> Save do, 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 do. He's just firing his machine gun. Frank, <laughs> Frank, you unloaded all the guns before Joe went to bed, right? Oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course, Mom. Of course. Aunt you Gertrude. forgot the bow and arrow! <laughs> you didn't hide the arrows? I can catch it! You fool! <laughs> Fenton Hardy catches the arrow. I like that. <laughs> With chopsticks, too. Blinking. <laughs> How did you do that? Well, I heard it coming from a mile away. <laughs> That's amazing. Who said that? Who said that? Nice Robin Hood men in tights reference, Thank my you, friend. Sir. I haven't Thank heard Blinking in a long time. Uh, by this time, they were clustered at the doorway, and all the lights in the house were on. That seems very quick. 
very quick, and why turn on all the lights? <laughs> <laughs> the clapper that Ben <laughs> invented in the lab. Yeah, why turn on all the lights? I feel like the lights between you and the front door are the lights that should be turned on. Yeah. Not going to the study, turning (laughs) on the study light, going to the kitchen, turning on the kitchen light. Listen, turn on your spotlights that hits your yard because you know they got them. Oh, they got floodlights for sure. Hit those. That's all you need. He screams, what's going on? He's outside. You don't have to turn the inside lights on. So they notice that there's an envelope. Yes. Uh, yes, with the, yes, with, uh, yes. Joe notices it has uh, Fenton Hardy's name on it. Oh, this is a part that confused me. Why is that? Okay, so they see it. Yep. It's protruding from the mailbox yep. correctly. Yep. He pulled it out and saw that they're talking about Joe. So Joe pulled it out and saw that his father's name was typed on the front. This is for you, Dad. I thought that the note said, This is for you, Dad. <laughs> See, but maybe that's just as, on as me the, to where I'm like, are they implying that there's a third Hardy son? Do we finally get the payoff of oh Mrs. Robinson? Oh, my God. The Hardy this Boys. This is for you, Dad. These books are entitled The Two Hardy Boys. That's right. It's the boys. Maybe, maybe that's like, what, book six, did I say? Could yeah. Be the good one. That's when we meet the third that's Hardy the son. Card. That's when he comes in. Yeah. 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 I would love that. Frank, Joe, and Igor. Oh, I like Igor. Yeah. Ichabod. Okay, okay. I feel like there's not a lot of good I names, just in general. I mean, you got Ian. For men or just... Oh, for men. I mean, and for women, Iola isn't great. Isabella. I think Isabella's a great name. I think Isabella's a beautiful name. Yeah. But Iola is not a great name. No. It's too close to Ariola. Same with Ichabod. Yeah, Ichabod's a strong name. It's too close to Ichabod. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'll never I've always think of said that, that name the same again. Ichabod name- is a sharp name. I know. I expect to find someone who's six seven with very sharp features, and like a, a nose that can cut you. Head. That well, is yeah, the only pumpkin. instance of Ichabod in in. Oh, now it makes canon. sense. I understand what I'm comparing Ichabod. To. I'm comparing it to what a crane as a human being would look like: pointy features, tall necks. Okay. Yeah, that's Ichabod my Ichabod crane. Yeah. I'll be darned. Man, I'll be darned. Yeah. Ichibod, dude. Ichibody crane. What's up, Ichibod? Man, no wonder that dude had it rough. His <laughs> high school experience must have been awful. He had to sign up for uh, gym class in summer. Do you know you could do that? You could do summer PE for kids who got picked on. I just found this out last night. A friend told me that. Really? Yeah. He said he never took PE in high school. I said, what do you mean you never took PE? He goes, well, I took it during summer school. I was like, that's not a thing. He's like, yeah, summer PE. And I was like, how many people were in your summer PE class? And there's at least 12. Wow. Yeah. I'll be darned. It's a full class, but it was just for full. It's, it's <laughs> seven Ichabods. It's, yeah. <laughs> you Ichabod too? Yeah. <laughs> what were they We're going to use last names in this <laughs> class because everyone's All right, Crane, Mongoose. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we all animals? Why are we all awkwardly lanky animals? <laughs> I'm <right>. Coach Igor. <laughs> <laughs> and you, Ostrich, you're next. Yeah, I got a bone whistle. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? St- the Headless Horseman is the story, yes? Yeah, Sleepy Hollow. Sleepy Hollow, yeah. It's a good one. It's one of Disney's best, actually. Uh, when they did the cartoons, the uh, yeah. Bob Crane. Yeah, it's a good one. Ichibod. I mean, they didn't Ichabod. I do like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's sweet. I hope one day I meet Nickabob. 
I think it's bod. Ichabod. Ichabod? Bod. Yeah, Ichabod. Yeah, I don't like that. I Not like Ichabob. Bob. I like Bob. Let's go with Bob. When you have kids, <laughs> yeah, you can name all of them. <laughs> I can get turtles. Ichabob. I don't need children. It's not as fun to name a turtle. I don't know. I like naming turtles. Uh, just normal names. Just normal American names. How many turtles like do you have? How many turtles do I have? I don't got no turtles. Not yet. Yeah, but not I know yet. the whole world is built upon turtles. Is it? You haven't heard of the turtle theory? No. Oh, what holds the world up? The back of a turtle. Well, what holds the turtle up? More turtles. Huh. Yeah. Is this a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles thing? <laughs> it's not. Interesting. It's his old philosophy. Weren't we reading a book? <laughs> I feel like earlier today so. we were reading a book. This is for you, Dad. We're back on. That fellow on the bike must have left it. Joe was besieged with <laughs> questions, and he explained what had happened. Um, so they, they have this conversation oh, of like, God. you know, oh, that's, this is what a weird, suspicious way to do things. And uh, Fenton Hardy shows the message. Uh, it was typed and says, drop case or else danger for you and family. Uh, nice, nice. And then Aunt Gertrude freaks out a little bit. And uh, Oh, in case you forget, Gertrude is their aunt. Because I was like, who is it? Gertrude? Because it's been so long for us since we recorded. Although it does say, then Aunt Gertrude. Yeah, I know, but it took me out. <laughs> I was just like, who is this woman? It's Fenton's sister, Gertrude. That's right. Uh, sister-in-law to Fenton's wife, Laura. Nice! Hey, good pull. Oh, I, I forgot about that. And big fans of Harold Morley from the Hamlet Company. <laughs> <laughs> there is a Harold Morley thing that comes up later. Is there? Well, to me. It, okay. it reminded me of oh, Harold Morley. I think I know yeah, what you're yeah, talking about. You know about. exactly what I'm talking it's about. Like, <laughs> it's just a scaled up version of a flower pot on a windowsill. Yes! Oh, yeah. I'm with you. It's underlined. She's in there. She's a good. Uh, but as as Fenton's being like, now nah, don't don't worry about it. We'll be we'll be on guard. Uh, and this note is probably the worth the work of a harmless crank. Yeah, obviously. And I wanted to take a moment. Uh, I think that that's a funny expression. Yeah. Um, but I'm fascinated by cool language, mm-hmm. and like I feel like the 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 cliche example is on fleek. Where that one's too far for me. Like yeah. I won't say on fleek. But there's other expressions that are used by the younger kids these <laughs> days, which I am like, oh, that's that's kind of cool. Yeah, I like uh, some of them. Do you know what murdered out means? Uh, it's like when you get a pie and it's really good, so you just eat all the insides, but you leave the crust. You murder it out. No, no. Okay. Well, I mean that could be. Yeah, I'm just guessing. In my expression, in my usage that I had heard. Yeah, it is akin to like my cameras. Mm-hmm. I put black gaff tape over all the logos so that the camera has nothing shiny on it. It just looks all black. Yeah, it's sleek, and that it's is murdered called out. murdered out. Yeah, or like if you get a a car that's all black with black rims and everything, like it's a murdered out. So it's got to be black on black. It's all black. Yeah, murdered out is huh. is going full. So full right dark now, the get up that you're in, you're murdered out. My shirt is murdered out right now. Yeah. I believe my hat is red and gray. Well, gray, but there's black on it. <laughs> okay. Okay. But uh, this, this crank reminded me, uh, we were going to have um, my uh, cousin's kids over for brunch today. Yeah. Um, I don't know how. They're, I guess my second cousins. Uh, they're cool. And 
I had said like we were going to have French toast. Do you have any mm. dietary restrictions mm. or anything like that? Um, and I said like coffee. How do you take it? And oh, uh, no. Bailey said she goes. Um, I drink coffee, but I crack it out with a bunch of sugar and cream. And I hadn't heard the expression. I crack it. Crack out it out. Yeah, I like with, that. And I, I mean, that to me is crack cocaine. Like yeah. you're going full sugar oh, and yeah. everything. And like, but I like that. Ex- I hadn't heard that before. Of like, oh. That's Starsky gonna, and Hutch style. Is it? Do they say that in there? No, but they put cocaine in their coffee on accident. It's a movie reference. Oh, okay. Yeah. That Owen Wilson and... And Ben, ben Stiller. Stiller. Yeah. Haven't seen it. I love that a four-year-old, though, is drinking coffee saying she wants it cracked out. Who said she's four? I was just guessing. Oh. In my mind, she was. She's 20. She's in college. Oh. That's a bummer. It, yeah. was, it was a lot better in my mind. And her, I'm and imagining... her younger brother is 17. <laughs> Okay, that clears the stage. Yeah. I wanted it to be an airplane moment of when they ask the kid how she takes her coffee. Black. <laughs> I take my coffee like I take my men. What a line. <laughs> uh, I like the term ham, by the way. I'm going to go ham. Oh, yeah. Hamming out. Yeah. I don't know if the kids, if that's still considered the ones that the kids I use. Like I heard that a few years ago. I feel like once we learn about it, they stop. <laughs> they, they, stop they come doing, up with yeah. something new. Uh, You're not wrong on that. They're just cool terms. Man, I'm going to put a shelf life on this episode, but over the Christmas break, yeah, I had explained it to me uh, against my will. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't ask anyone what this was. This was presented to me yeah. by a 14-year-old of what a visco girl is. Oh, that's the like Instagram VSCO that's photo where the, That's where the name thing? comes from. Yeah. But it... it describes a particular type of girl who wears uh-huh. a large scrunchie in her hair, yeah, an yeah. oversized sweatshirt with black leggings, <laughs> okay, and, has, yeah. and this is important, <laughs> and has a hydro flask water bottle. Not unlike my hydro flask water bottle. <laughs> so, so you're a visco girl. I'm, I'm the guy version. <laughs> yeah. I'm not wearing an oversized you're visca sweatshirt. You're a man. You're a visca guardsman. Or visca, visca, I'm trying to... Th- Work this into a Hardy's line. I feel like we can have a non-binary. I could be a Visco girl. You can, yeah. it's, it's 2020, my friend. <laughs> no, I'm you really not, are pretty shelf life on it. by the limitations of our language. I like that, Sean. You be you. But my point is, Visco girl is gonna come and go so quickly. Yeah, it's currently a thing. Same with like. We just said going ham. They probably don't say that anymore. Yeah, it's gone because we started saying that. Yeah, so just we should like start the, saying uh, Visco the girl. Harlem Shuffle, Harlem Shake, the Harlem Shake, the Shimmy Shimmy Shake. I don't know what the Harlem Shake is. Is that the thing that they do at the weddings? No, Harlem Shake was a uh, video that went to a particular song where everyone was acting like oblivious except for one person and then when the beat drops, everyone in the video goes ham. It like cuts to oh, okay. I just said going ham very naturally. Yeah, I did. It worked, though. See what we did? We educated the audience on the term, and then we used it in a sentence. And now they know what we're talking about. There's been a study, though, of these things and, like, the the ice bucket challenge and these these internet sensations. Oh, yeah, I forgot about the ice bucket challenge. And when they do them on, like, Good Morning America. That's what kills it. Yeah, that's (laughs) that's when it's over, uh, (laughs) is is when the adults get a hold of it and try to capitalize on it. So, yeah, I'm sure Visco Girl will come and go. Uh, so what you're saying is we need to get Visco Girl to Hello America. Who do we yes, call? Yes, quickly. How do we do um, this? But let's keep harmless crank to ourselves for now. Because <laughs> that's what started this whole thing, and I like that. 
Uh, this is all. This note was probably the work of a harmless crank. Yeah. That's ours. That's a shirt. Hello, my name is Harmless Crank. <laughs> so that leaves us at uh, Aunt Gertrude. Tossed her head as though she did not believe this for a moment. So they start searching around for clues. Flashlights were procured, which I assume mm. everyone had in their pockets inside a waterproof case. <laughs> that's how they roll. That's how the Hardys roll, dude. Uh, and then Mrs. Hardy uh, called out. There's something next to that bush. And Frank picked up the object. A bicycle pedal. Auntie, this is a terrific clue. I think we have four detectives in the family. (laughs) (laughs) You know, her aunt forced a rather embarrassed smile. Um, But this is normally a situation where everyone would laugh for 45 to 50 minutes. We'd get a freeze frame in there, too. Oh, yeah. The end credits would roll. Yeah. This episode two would start now. And then it would unfreeze for a second, and Auntie would pull out a shotgun and just boom. (laughs) You always go dark with it. I go dark with it. Yeah. You leave me in that darkness. (laughs) I don't want to go there with you. We're coming back to the light, though. We're coming back. The pedal must have fallen off the bike, Joe saw. Frank said, that's why it swerved. And so there's our payoff. Yeah. We were like, how can you get on a bike and swerve instantly? Yeah. But yeah, if you like stand up on the pedals and one drops. Which brings me to like, actually, no. How rough are you on this bike to where that pedal is just dropping off? Yeah. But then also you wouldn't swerve. Like if I stood up, if the pedal breaks off, your foot hits the ground. Yeah. Like all your weight is So you're planted. So you're pla- you, <laughs> yeah. you lean slightly and stop. You don't continue. <laughs> yeah. You cannot continue riding. The man lost his pedal. Yeah. And how do you pedal a bike one with one pedal? Now, he would have to be. You like, can't see the visual reference. Your toe yeah. On the, the crankshaft and try to pull it around. No. He's at a 45 it. degree angle with that bike. <laughs> he's riding on one foot. It's like a. I feel like he's got to put his feet down and like push it like he's got to flintstone himself out of that situation yeah or he's got one foot on the left side pedal and then on the crank on the right side he's got his hand what what makes you think it's on the right side i just assumed see this is why they have to tell us north south he took a left turn see we're gonna assume wrong franklin knows what he's doing that that map's gonna come back into play that You're going to be glad. And, then, and book six, <laughs> yeah. they're going to bring back the flower pot on Harold Morley's windowsill. We'll just have payoff, it all comes back. Payoff for every little detail you know that was put if into these books. If it doesn't, we will write a Hardy Boys book where we pay off every stupid thing set up in these just books. Circling things. Yep. You're darn tootin' we're circling things. The there mystery of the windowsill flower pot. <laughs> book number 60. I want to know more about Saggy Bones. What happened to him? I think uh, we get some saggy bones later in this book. What makes you say that? I think there's a picture of it. No. Nope. That would have been awesome, though. Was there a spoiler at the beginning of this book, or is that the last one? Uh, little... Yeah, it was. No, it's, it's in the beginning of this one. Which, the spoiler they, they give oh, us yeah, is right. in this chapter. Okay. In fact, yeah. we just read it. We just read that. Okay. Drop case or else danger for your family. This was teased out. That's not bad. In in that that trailer. That's not too bad. But we digress. So bicycle pedal, that's why it swerved. Um, they all, <laughs> I, I missed I this. this. I totally missed this on my read. 
Back in the house, the family gathered in the kitchen. They were too excited to go back to bed immediately, and the boys were eager to question their father. They all had cookies and lemonade. <laughs> you missed that? I, told, I did not read that paragraph. If you're going to... Who wow. is dipping their cookie in some lemonade? And who wakes up in the middle tart? of the night and, drink, and eats and drinks only sugar? And you know that someone had these cookies prepared for that midnight snack. You know that Joe's going to wet the bed, too. Well, yeah, of course Joe's going to wet the bed. Frank's going to stick his finger in the lemonade. <laughs> Joe's, <laughs> Joe's completely lemonade. awake, too. He just doesn't know what's going on. It's what's all right. What's going on? <laughs> My finger's soggy. Don't look to your left. Your finger's not in anything. You're fine. He's got Joe. horse blinders on. <laughs> Keep straight, Joe. Again, the, the boys. So, what? What case was the warning referring to? I can't be sure. Again, the boys wondered about Mister Hardy's secret case mm. and longed to know what it involved. Mm. Maybe the threat is connected with that one. Frank thought. Before the boys went to sleep, they decided to track down the pedal clue early the next morning. And that's a weird decision. Like, <laughs> before they went to bed, they decided, yeah, tomorrow we're not just going to ignore this pedal <laughs> yeah. that was dropped off with the death threat. You know what I think we should do? We should do something about it. Hey, that's a good idea. I agree. Let's do something about it. Yeah, because I, like, I was thinking we should sit on hey, it and not do anything about it. Get out it. your planner. Yeah, Let's put this on. I'll post out the planner. Early tomorrow morning. Uh-huh. Let's do pedal clue tomorrow morning. Pedal clue. I can do pedal clue. <laughs> I can do pedal clue. I can fit you in right after breakfast and lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Early morning around 2 p.m.? 2 p.m. works for... Oh, nope, 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 nope. Got a soft serve brunch. <laughs> Let's go uh, 2.15. I can hammer this quick. So they're going to track down the pedal clue early the next morning. I'm going to keep reading with no break. Do Before it. the boys went to sleep, they decided to track down the pedal clue early the next morning. Mm-hmm. Right after breakfast, chat telephoned. So not that early. It's after breakfast. Yeah. Just saying. Their, their yeah. sense of urgency is... Oh, yeah. It's, it, food comes first. Although, they weren't urgent when it was the Robinsons' family at stake. So they're also probably not that concerned about it. I mean, this is fine. It's just the pedal. It's just their dad's life that's been threatened. Yeah. It, yeah. Well, dad and the fam. And the fam, yeah, the yeah. Dad and Gertrude. It's probably a Poor Gertrude. Drink. Yeah. <laughs> No, Gertrude's booking it out of here. Gertrude's gone, dude. This is going to be her only book, too. I know it. It's, it's Sheila's sister. Like he wrote this. In. We talked about where Gertrude came from. The unmarried, yeah, yeah. sister is yeah. a dog, Sheila. <laughs> but uh, I think after this book gets published and Sheila officially leaves Franklin, yeah, he knows not to put. Like he's he's gonna put. We're gonna have Aunt Sheila in the book. Who's the sweetest woman? <laughs> Who only longed to have her husband back. Little did she know he was waiting for him with arms open. He didn't care that she had slept with every guy on the docks that afternoon. Oh, oh. He didn't care that her cooking wasn't actually that good when he stopped and thought about it. He didn't care that she always seemed to smell bad. Okay, he's actually... It's actually okay if she doesn't come back soon. And although her legs were as hairy as his, and her purse was Nay. filled with headless fish, <laughs> inexplicably, she collected the heads of fish. Every time she smiled, her teeth were as dark as the night 
<laughs> as dark as her heart. <laughs> yeah. I love you, Sheila. Come back to me. I do imagine Franklin, because he hates Gertrude so much, was like, if your sister was born in 2019, she would legally change her name to Igor. <laughs> Ichabody. Oh. So Chet telephones and says, uh, says to Frank uh, that his Lord. sister Iola and her friend Callie Shaw Ooh. had offered to pack lunch and go along on the picnic. Aww. Remember, they were going to do a picnic so that Chet could apply for a job at Elkton. At, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Elkton. Oh, yeah, I, I, I read it as Elkton. Yeah, it's absolutely Elkton to me. Okay, good. Uh, swell, Frank said enthusiastically. Callie was his favorite date. When is this going to pay off? Book six, Every man. Every book. Book it's, six. Yeah, book six, okay. Book six I got a lot wedding. of faith in book six. I yeah. have a lot of faith in, let's see what this one's called. Oh, yeah, you're right. It's called The Payoff. Uh, no, you're, reading, you're thinking chapter six. Yeah, I know. I got to yeah, go to the back. That's Nancy Drew. It's always Nancy Drew. Hardy Boys book six is the, the Shore s- Road mystery. The, okay, okay, okay. I was going to say the secret of the Redgate Farm, but of course I went to the Nancy Drews. But yes, his Do favorite you think date. Nancy Drews is related to Ted Drews. <laughs> bum bum bum. <laughs> Our listener in Philadelphia will love great, that joke. Uh, stories for you about that. I cannot wait. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Uh, in the meantime, how'd you like to do some sleuthing with us? Ooh. Sure. What's up? I haven't almost died in a while. <laughs> <Chet says. laughs> it's been a while since I've been it's shot been a while. at driving you around. <laughs> it's been. Oh God. That is true. Poor Chet. He's got his pockets just stuffed with food though. He knows he's ready. He is. A- That's why he always has food in his pockets. He doesn't know when a mystery is going to come up. You know what? He's a glutton. Mm-hmm. For punishment. Nice. See what I did? Nice. Yeah, See what you did there? That's yeah, it's pretty good. It's, it's pretty good. good. <laughs> Everyone's proud of me. Uh, I wish I had that confetti cannon. Full circle. Frank quickly told Chet about the excitement of the previous night. Ooh, he's excited. Meet us here as soon as you can. I have to tell a brief story here. And by brief, yeah. I mean medium brief. Okay, yeah, yeah. My favorite kind of briefs. When I was in college, I was studying for... Uh, a chemistry exam mm-hmm. with my friend Dan. Dan yeah, Linquist. that's a good name. He's very good at chemistry. Yeah. Uh, I believe he's a... No, he's not a doctor. But he, like, triple majored in a bunch of things. He's a really good singer, too. Oh. But Dan and I were studying for chemistry one night. Yeah. Late in the night. And uh, we are in the Lankenau Dormitory at Valparaiso University. And I went to use the restroom. Mm-hmm. And... I washed my hands, as I do. As one should. I dried them with a towel, mm-hmm. with a paper towel. And as I threw the paper towel into the garbage can, the, the lid, like, rotated around. Yep. Chucked it right back out. And out. I saw, no, I saw into the trash can. Uh-oh. You saw Dan. A Playboy. Oh, okay. This, this story's going to a and good it was, place. And it was just enough where I was like, whoa. <laughs> whoa, why is, there a, why is there a Playboy in this, like... This is this wasn't someone's private trash can, and like this was the yeah. common bathroom. Uh, single is a one seater. Oh, it's a one seater. Okay, yeah. that changes the story. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ooh. Ooh, like someone could go in there and lock the door. Yeah. So or leave it wide open, so depending I, on I your pull preference. I lid off the trash can. Yeah, and there is nothing in the trash can except for my paper towel and a stack 
of Playboy magazines. And I'm like, this is strange. Who just throws away a stack of Playboy magazines yeah. on a college campus? And, <laughs> I mean, it was a Lutheran university, but still. Uh, so I, I, I reach in and I grab them. Um, but what I notice is that the top magazine inside it is a stack. And I'm talking a two-inch, two-and-a-half-inch stack yeah. of greeting cards. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. What trash can have you dove into, sir? Follow me here. <laughs> so I go back to Dan with these Playboys and this stack of, <laughs> of greeting cards. And it turns out that they were all like birthday cards. Yeah. And like things of that nature. And some of them had checks in them. Oh, Awesome. You really hit the jackpot. Right? Yeah. But you know what none of them had in them? A name. Money. Cash. 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 But (laughs) upon looking a little closer, we could see the rubbing inside of where cash was. Like you can sort of see the outline on the green. Like you could you could see after money was in cash, yeah. And it occurred to us that what probably happened was that this bathroom on the common floor was directly across from the mail room, which students work and sort the mail for all the rooms. Okay. And so a nefarious mail person uh, uh, could have, while sorting the mail, pulled all the greeting cards out, gone across the hall to the bathroom, opened all of them, removed the cash from all of them. If it yeah. was a check, there's nothing they can do with a check, and then threw all of them away. Uh. And had they not wrapped them in a Playboy... It would have gone completely unnoticed. Yeah. I would have never found it. Um, but because of that, <laughs> we went that night. Like, we called a few of our friends who, yeah. like, they, they're all people who lived in our dorm. You had names and, on the cards. Yeah, and we were yeah. like, hey, uh, Ashley, did you get a card from your Nana uh, for your birthday? And she's like, no, I never got a card. Would she wrap it in a Playboy? Yeah, and she's like, and my Playboy didn't come either. <laughs> <laughs> She's real upset about that. Uh, Did you get the Playboy yet? <laughs> sent you the Playboy. Uh, so we go to the RA on duty at that time. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say names. A man named Ryan Winklevoss. No. That's a name that needs no, 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 to be no, no, said, no, 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 no. Winkleman. Okay. I like Winkle- the Voss Winklevoss more. was the Facebook, Facebook guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Winkleman. Ryan Winkleman. He's a Winkleman. Um, a guy who had proposed to his girlfriend at the, like, one well-attended full-campus event, this, like, song fest thing. Yeah. Uh, he proposed to his girlfriend in front of, like, the whole school. Woo. Um, she said yes. Yeah. Okay. So we knock on Ryan's door in the middle mm-hmm. of the night. Uh, he's the RA on duty, so it's fine. And he opens the door, and we're standing there, and he just goes, oh, and says the SH word, which I won't say on the podcast. Yeah. And then we explain what happened and stuff. And... Fast forward, like, this gets reported because Mm. tampering with mail is a federal crime, things like that. Uh, This gets reported and begins an investigation. Nice. And it turns out that there was someone doing this for months, and tons of money was stolen, tons of checks thrown away, uh, and that person was Ryan Winkleman. I knew it! Yeah. I knew it! And it made his proposal... (laughs) And the ring that he bought his girlfriend kind of uh, mean a little bit more because we all pitched in. Uh, all of our yeah. relatives pitched in. Yeah. Um, but 
this story isn't that good of a story. <laughs> yeah. What happened is we found some cards, and it turns out, yeah, they were stolen from somebody sifting through the mailroom. That's I, what happened. I do have one question. Yes. Why the Playboy? Yeah. Why did he have so many Playboys that he could wrap it and in I stacks? never would have, like, seeing envelopes or greeting cards thrown away is, I mean, that's what you do with the greeting card after you read it. You throw it away. Yeah. That would have not, like, no. hit me at all. Even a stack of I them. I would have tore them up. A stack of them, I would have thought, like, oh, somebody just cleaned out their box of, yeah, like, somebody got a whole bunch of birthday cards. put them cards, in a fireplace. You could have put them, them in away. an outdoor uh, dumpster. dumpster. Yeah. yeah. Could have done a lot, but yeah. you didn't. But you wrapped it in and a you playboy. It in the, the most eye catching thing to throw away in a guy's dorm. in a bathroom that goes to is going to say, yeah, we'll pick that up. Yeah. <laughs> Just say, what was that? Yeah, we should, we should reach we out should to this smooth. man on Facebook. Yeah. Someone needs to reach out to this man and ask him why he did this. Because well, this is going to eat at. No, 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 no. Why, why the playboy? Why he cho- chose the playboy? Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, I need to the talk to him. The reels. Yeah. Now, the reason I tell that really long story is because. I was thrown by this. Frank quickly told Chet about the excitement of the previous night. I'm like, was it? Yeah, was you, it really that exciting? Yeah, you like, said, "What's going on?" And you found a bike pedal. Somebody, somebody Dad got left a letter. The note, and then you had cookies. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you got a piece of mail, and you saw the person who yeah. delivered it. And you know what happened? And Joe had his PTSD. Joe flare. had his PTSD, <laughs> and Mom didn't bring out the milk. She brought out the lemonade, like you said, sugar on sugar. I mean, that's how, amazing. That's she knows a great how to have night. a party. Yeah, yeah. And the boys were up. deeply affected the next day at school uh, from their insane amount of sugar and their sugar crashes. Um, so they're gonna they're gonna start this uh, this sleuthing. Um, but before they do, I say I say we take a little break. Yeah. Where do you want to guess how far we're in? Uh, probably, thir- I say forty minutes at the forty mark. We're at forty five. Yeah, you're close. Yeah, uh, I was you're close. close. We're I feeling was close. It. Yeah. Uh, and with that, the boys took a break. No, I spiked once. You spiked once? I spiked once, no doubt you about it. I spiked several times. Several? Including that Did one. Did that spike? Yeah. What's yelling? What? What? <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about? There's this scene in Grumpy Old Men where they're fighting, and then they both just go, start going, what? Huh? What? Huh? Wait, it's is Grumpy Old Men the prequel to... Uh... Oh, man. Oh, no. I oh, lost man. it. What's the Wild Hogs? Why are you talking about Wild Hogs? Isn't that a bunch of old guys on motorcycles? Well, yeah. They're not that old. They're like, what, but 45? This... No, I thought the story was about them being old and like, doing this in like the twilight of their lives. Yeah, but it was like, what, uh, 2007, I want to say? Could have been a little bit later. I mean... Tim out. They were probably all fifty. Yeah, that's not but, like old. that was a, a part of the story. Was their age? Yeah, it was. And like that they were being, old dogs, like, and they weren't like long, like they weren't existing riders, right? Like they were new to the riding game. And, and one of them was, I think, it was John Travolta's character. Okay, I think he was the rider. And then you had Martin Lawrence and uh, yeah, William H Macy. Oh, it's one yeah. of William H. Macy's best roles. Okay. I mean, everyone's like, shameless, shameless, shameless. I'm like, no, have you seen Wild Hogs? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's your retort to so many things. <laughs> Donald mm. Trump is going to ruin this country. Hang on a second. Have you <laughs> seen Wild Hogs? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> I almost choked on this mint. <laughs> what do I mean? Almost. I did. Woo! I saw a little, a little like. A little piece shut up. Little, <laughs> I saw uh, a little thing. My little brother sent it to me. And it was sort of like a pop-up video looking kind of thing. Yeah. But it was uh, the scene from Home Alone 2 with Donald Trump in it. And then, oh, yeah. And then it paused and said like. Trivia, did you know Donald Trump is the only cast member of Home Alone 2 to be impeached by the House of Representatives? <laughs> I like that. That's highbrow. That's good stuff. That's my kind of joke. Uh, where do we leave off? Um, Frank and Joe informed Mr. Hardy of their plan to trace the pedal. He nodded right. approval. I must go out of town for a short while, he said. But first, I'd like to examine the warning note. In the lab. Ooh, also 50 bucks that he's going to get kidnapped. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's like no doubt about it. Yeah, I'm going out of town. All right, Dad, you're getting kidnapped. (laughs) I like to solve cases from the inside out. (laughs) (laughs) I see you're leaving as a pirate today, Dad. You (laughs) plan on getting kidnapped? (laughs) Yarr. Yarr. But this is our first time going into the lab. The boys went with them to their fully equipped laboratory i like this yeah they set it up over in the garage Ooh. mr right. hardy dusted the note carefully but when he blew the powder away there was no sign of a fingerprint mm. who would have thought on a pedal the, there's no fingerprints <laughs> no this is the note oh that's right yeah Man. holding the note up to the light mr hardy said there's no watermark of course this is not a full sheet of paper and then here we get joe's insight as a true sleuth. I mean, this is instinct you can't you can't learn. This is what you're born with. Dead end so far, Joe frowned. If only if we could only locate the typewriter this message was written on. Yeah. Yeah, if you could locate it at this person's house. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you it, could find then, it on the street. Then you would know. <laughs> I mean, there's no clues. This isn't like the printer that puts yeah. yellow dots oh, that's all imme- over. That's immediately what I thought about yeah, was the yellow dots. This is a typewriter back in the day. It is untraceable. Yeah. And if only we could find the rest of the paper. I'm sure he signed his name. He must have just <laughs> accidentally cut off the part with his name and the location of his typewriter. I don't see sincerely, Dad. What's going on? There's not latitude and longitude of the typewriter on here. That's weird. Uh... Shortly after Mr. Hardy had driven off in a sedan, Chet arrived. And I thought that was especially abrupt. Like, there was not like a... And with that, the boys left the lab. Yeah. Like, Joe, <laughs> Joe says, like, if only we could locate the typewriter and Fenton just leaves. He's like, <laughs> I can't take this kid. Where are you going, Fenton? To my other family. They're smarter. To the smart kids. Their cookies are crispier. And they have milk at night, (laughs) Sheila. (laughs) Who dips their sugar in more sugar? It's an abomination, (laughs) Sheila. Your sister is a dog. (laughs) But I'm your brother. I'm your brother. I'm your sister. I meant to say Tarranosaurus. Uh, and then we get this odd the next line here is in in a really weird paragraph where we're suddenly abandoned by Fenton yeah and Chet who they abuse his friendship and his generosity uh, Chet arrives where to fellas he asked as they set off in the queen center of town Joe replied 
I just thought that's such a taxi cab exchange. <laughs> like, talk to the guy. Don't just yeah. get in. Center of town, please. Welcome to Crazy Taxi. <laughs> it's Cash Cab. What a great show. Poor Chet. Ben Bailey. I don't know that. I don't know Cash that Cab? one. No, that's the, I heard a reference of that last night as well, and I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Cash Cab was a game show where it was a taxi in New oh. York, and when you got in after you said your destination, the whole cab would light up, and the driver, oh. Ben Bailey, would ask you questions. And if you answered them right, you got progressively more money off your... Or you won more money. Yeah. And if you lost, you didn't have to pay anything, but they did stop the cab and make you get out. Oh. So they wouldn't take you all the way to your destination. But if you answered everything right, you would get to your destination and, and get, paid. get money at the end of it. I like that. That sounds like a good show. Was that on NBC? No, it was on. It was on a weird channel. It was like Discovery or something. Okay, it was a strange channel to have it, but it was an interesting show. And good I like the premise of that. I'll have to check this one out on some YouTube. Ben Bailey followed me on Twitter several years ago. Oh, is he still following you on Twitter? Probably. I'm not really on Twitter ever. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But I did notice that he followed a ton of people, and I thought, oh no, things just aren't going. Like he's just trying to. <laughs> ben Bailey's like, trying to restart that career. Yeah, he's trying to get. Yeah, he's get pulling a Chris Hansen. By following is that what Chris Hansen did? Yeah. No. Okay. Remember Chris Hansen? Chris. Chris Hansen. Why don't you have a seat, sir? have a seat? So they God. went to four bike shops, and in the first four they visited, Frank showed the pedal and asked if there had been any requests for a replacement that morning. Oh, no. All the answers were negative. Finally, at the largest supply store in Bayport, why they didn't start there, I don't know, <laughs> they obtained some helpful information. This particular pedal comes from a bike made in Belgium. Of course. The proprietor said. There isn't a store in town that carries parts for it. Again, Bayport is 30,000. That's what we said. Yeah. St. Louis is several hundred thousand. How are there five <laughs> bike shops? How are there I five no bicycle idea. shops yeah. that support staff and families in this town of 30,000 people? It's a good question. And one that cannot be answered. Yep. Um, but I underlined all this because I thought, well, of course, there's only one bicycle that we've talked about in this book, and it's the Belgian bicycle ridden yeah. by Ken Blake. <laughs> so as soon as they're like, hey, this particular pedal comes from a bike made in Belgium. I'm like, oh, so it's not just that there was a bike, because I already knew it was Ken Blake when he rolled up to their house. I'm like, oh, kid on a bike. We've met another kid on a bike this episode. Yeah. Or this, 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 uh, this just this drives it home. Yeah. And so when it's like, oh, a Belgian bicycle, like, okay, yeah. So it's definitely him for yeah. sure. Um, but there isn't a store in town that carries parts for it. The boys were disappointed. As Frank put the pedal back in his pocket, he asked the proprietor where parts for the Belgian bicycle could be purchased. It might be worth your while to check over in Bridgeport, the man said. I think you'll find trailers. Handles them. Um, Bridgeport came up because that's the city next door that the train went to that the counterfeiter jumped on. Oh, my that goodness. Was headed to that's right. Yeah. Good memory. My God. Well, I underline that because, like, every clue that we've been given so far is, like, coming back in this bicycle clue right now. Yeah. Like, Belgian bike, uh, Bridgeport. It's uh, all B's. Blake, Ken Blake, Belgian bike. Oh, my Bridge. God. Bridgeport. Yeah. This is insane, man. No, It's an odd coincidence. Yeah, so go ahead. Give me Frank's gem of knowledge here. It's an odd coincidence. 
Frank remarked when the boys were back in the car. We've come across two Belgian bikes in two days. <laughs> so, pause. So, if there is <laughs> if there is a litmus test for are you a good detective or not, it is this, and you failed. <laughs> oh, you reading that sentence? I know that's the one that got you. I know it is. No, the one it's not. That that's not the one that made you laugh so hard. This no. one killed me. That I one's died funny, laughing. But we continue. Uh, when they get when they reach the trailer store in Bridgeport, Bridgeport, the young detectives learned that they had just missed a customer who had purchased a pedal for a Belgian bike. Who was he? Frank inquired. I don't know. Oh, what did he look like? Joe asked. Oh no. The proprietor's brow wrinkled. Sorry, I was too busy to pay much attention, so I can't tell you much. <laughs> as far as I can remember, he was a tall boy, maybe about fourteen. <laughs> I'm doing it. I'm going back. Go back. Yeah. <laughs> See if it's the exact same wordage. The boy was about 14 years old, very thin and tall for his age. <laughs> oh, he should have said for his age. As far as I can remember, he was a tall boy, maybe about 14 for his age. <laughs> Oh man. The free the three friends knew this vague description was almost useless. <laughs> Are you kidding me? This is ah! <laughs> This is this is the the job of being a detective is done for you now. Yeah. I wonder if Ken you Blake knows there's the, someone out there, someone out there. <laughs> I wonder if Ken Blake just knows dressing someone like him and looking like him and riding a bike like and him. Stole his bike. <laughs> Good lord, he's a a Blake Leganger. It's a terrible, terrible, what terrible joke? I was trying to do doppelganger, doppelganger, and combine it with Ken Blake, a Blake Leganger, like a a, a doppelganger. We've both failed today. No. No. We are giants. <laughs> we are titans. I like that. I want to be a titan. Tennessee or otherwise. Ooh, nice. Thank you. I was thinking Titan Games with Dwayne The Rock Johnson, which he started going by DJ. Everyone calls him DJ now. Like, what's going on, DJ? I'm like, that's no. No, 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 no. You can't be Dwayne The Rock Johnson for 20 years and then just be like, you know what? I'm going to be DJ from now on. You can't nickname yourself. The crowd has to do it. The people's. He's the people's champ. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. So, you know, do I stand alone? <laughs> no, it's just it's just fun to leave you out there on that <laughs> tangent by yourself. I'm hanging on by a I mean, here. I'm I mean, my on. options are like disagree with you or like passionately agree with you. Like, yeah, uh, yes! yeah, and what's the deal? Yeah! Can't be. What's next? Deej? Is he gonna go by Deej? Or just Jay? You know, it's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. I think it'd be cool if he went by Johnson, comma Dwayne. With the comma, you have to say comma. Yeah, yeah, I like that too. Johnson, comma Dwayne, and then just shorten that <laughs> to CJ. You can't do that. Watch me. No. Well, why CJ? Comma Johnson. But where's the D? Got to be CJD. I get down with that. JCD, really. JCD, really? 
the really silent. <laughs> JCD, we've already got and a with JCD. That, the last listener turned off the podcast. <laughs> uh, there probably were hundreds of boys living in the surrounding area who fitted that description. With Belgian bicycles, <laughs> yeah. with a missing pedal, tall for their um, age. Um, As the boys reached the street, Joe said determinedly, "Okay, we're not giving up." I like that fighter spirit. Hey, Chet reminded his friends, "It's almost time to pick up the girls." Now, right within the passion of the conversation of not giving up, here comes Chet. Yeah, yeah. About giving up. About giving up. Pick up the girls. You know why, why he wants to pick up the girls? What do girls do in this time period? That's a good point. The cook. Which Chet's cook? hungry. And Stomach's these girls growling. in particular offered to pack a picnic. The, the, for the picnicsmen. The picnicsmen. Or, or I forget what they... There's Pick's, a term in here that they use. Picnicmen. Uh, oh, it, it was uh, picnickers. <laughs> well, <laughs> picnickenbachers. Picnickenbachers. Um, so he, here's where we get the first of some weird things. Um, hey, it's almost time to pick... Actually, I'm going to read this whole thing through, and there's two things I want to pull out. Hey, Chet reminded his friends, it's almost time to pick up the girls. Within an hour, the five young people were turning off the highway onto a side road paralleling Elkton's uh, east fence. A little further on, Chet made a right turn and followed the dirt road that led to the rear entrance of the plant. Any luck sleuthing? Pretty brown-eyed Callie Shaw asked the Hardys. Nice. And I thought... Has no one been talking this entire time? <laughs> like, why? Has it just been silent and now Callie breaks the silence of this past hour of driving on the highway and this dirt road with all of a sudden... It's the... Uh, when you say so, and you just, so! And he looks... You do that smooth? little clap? Yeah. Big gulps, huh, guys? <laughs> all right. How much does a polar bear weigh? Enough to break the ice. Hi, I'm Callie. <laughs> uh... I don't you that's funny. Yeah. Because your joke not only is are you talking about Kali Shah right there, but at the St. Louis Zoo. Oh. The polar bear's name? Is Kali? It's Kali. Oh my god. I think it's pronounced they pronounce it Cully, but it's K A L I and everyone says Kali. That's Kali, yeah. No one pronounces that Kali. Like that's just wrong. Or something. It's like an Eskimo outfit. Alphabet. Oh yeah, yeah, of yeah. course. That makes way more sense. <laughs> How much does a pull over way enough to break the ice? I like that. Yeah, that's good. it's a good one. That's good. Uh, but so yeah, first they turn on the sideway. Uh, on t- excuse me, turn off the highway, the highway onto a side road, paralleling <laughs> Electon's east fence. And so this is what I drew. And then a little further on, Chet made a right turn and followed the dirt road that led to the rear entrance of the plant. So they must have the highway must be north of. The the plant. Yeah. And then you you pass the plant and then get on this road on the east side, side of the plant. Yeah. Then you turn right. Yeah. And now you're behind the plant. So this is this would be the rear entrance. You're now behind it and you've turned right. That's what we have so far. Yeah. Um you're gonna put a pin in that. I'm pinned. Uh so then Callie sort of swoons over them being bad detectives. Mm. You two always have that detective gleam in your eyes when you're mixed up in a mystery. Uh, why, they certainly have, Iola agreed, laughing at her own name. I like that. I- <laughs> I'm sorry, I added that. 
Iola agreed, laughing. I like that Iola also doesn't get a description of like, she was pretty and had dazzling eyes. Which yeah. Iola agreed and laughed. Yeah. She's got a good personality. Yeah, she's Chet's sister, so, comma, you know. <laughs> she's a Morton. For... <laughs> and, and not the umbrella model, neither. It's a Morton Salt reference for you. Um, so the girls had decided uh, that they would like to see the changes which had been made to the old mill. And as they approached Elkton's gatehouse, mm. they were amazed. At the transformation. Well, yeah, it's fantastic. So this place is all cleared out and stuff like that. Um, there's the mill wheel, said Frank. Look. <laughs> and the Hardys and their friends watched the huge wheel turning. Uh, as they watched the, the huge wheel turning, they felt for a moment that they were living in olden days. Little do they know, they, they are. are. <laughs> we are at the peak of technology, you guys. <laughs> Is this a water mill, guys? This is water. This thing operates. This is a donkey-free <laughs> mill. Have you heard of Dolphin Safe Tuna? No. Yeah. Dolphin is like the tough chunks in tuna, right? Like when you eat tuna, the tough parts are dolphin that get ground up from the nets. Yeah. And pull out the pieces in that. Dolphin's great. That's the best part of the tuna. <laughs> They ain't dolphin in that tuna. I'm not eating it. <laughs> Sheila, when I get home from work, I expect a full dolphin on my plate. Pick the dolphin parts <laughs> out and set them aside along with the green M&Ms, Sheila. Assort them in little pieces like a puzzle to make a full dolphin. <laughs> Six feet. Obviously, there's going to be a hole in the back. That's how it breathes, Sheila. If I don't have a porpoise hole in my fake constructed dolphin, I'm divorcing you, Sheila. You don't get any of my hardy money. Come back to me, Sheila. Don't go. Gertrude can move in with us. Even though she is a dog. Gertrude, your sister, made the whole house smell like Bengay. <laughs> what, is she always in pain? <laughs> you keep having her take out tiny bits of dolphin Your and assert them like hurt. a puzzle. <laughs> I'm like, my fingers hurt. Well, you just pulled landscaping duty. <laughs> Uh, so we left off. Uh, so yeah, when they days. when they reached a grove bordering the Willow River, which <sighs> was to their left, it's poetry. Chet pulled over. I'll park here, um, and then uh, water, which so they're at the mill. Water which poured from a pond over a high stone dam mm. on the south side, and through an elevated mill race, okay, okay. caused the wheel to revolve. Uh, and then about 300 yards from the north side of the mill was the closed rear gate to Elkton's ultra-modern plant. Yeah. Um, so quite a map that they're creating for us at this point. More mm -hmm. than we ever got with the house on the cliff, whose geography is 
pivotal it's, to yeah, the story. It's part of the plot. So th- there better be something later where, like, <laughs> this microscope, like, only works within 300 yards of something, and they find out that they can... This better pay off. Yeah. This is far too specific to be useless. <laughs> to be nothing. Um, so uh, they're walking up. Uh, Chet's walking up to the gatehouse with everybody. Um, and then the door opened, and a muscular man, dark-haired, mm-hmm. in a uniform, came out to meet them. What can I do for you, he asked. I'm the gate guard here. We're supposed to be guards. Yeah, we're guards. We're guards. Uh, I'd like to apply for a summer job at Elkton, Chet told him. Have you an appointment? No, replied Chet. I guess I should have phoned first. The guard agreed. He would have saved yourself time and trouble, he said. I'm sure there aren't any openings, especially for temporary help. Plus, you have to have your own microscope. (laughs) Oh, wait! (laughs) You mean this microscope? So you're just carrying that around in your back pocket. It's broken. (laughs) Sir, that is covered in Twinkies. (laughs) Yes! It's all greasy. (laughs) Uh, So Chet's like, well, can I go in and leave an application with the personnel manager? The guard shrugged. Tell you what, I'll phone the personnel office instead. And he went back into the mill. Weird. While they waited, the five looked around. At the south side (laughs) of the mill grounds... A slender, graying man who wore overalls was clipping <laughs> the low hedges. And then here, here is that glorious, yeah, glorious evolution of the flower pot. Please, please, my friend. Look, Callie, said Iola, pointing toward a spot near the hedges. Isn't that quaint? An old flower barrel with ivy growing out of it. Charming, <laughs> Callie smiled. Which I imagine she was more sarcastic. Yeah. Charming. Charming, fatty. (laughs) (laughs) You know you can't eat the ivy, Iola. Bet you wish it was flour. (laughs) Uh, The girls and boys started over toward the mill for a closer inspection. At the same moment, the guard came to the door. Oh, look at that timing. Just as I told you, he called out to Chet. No openings. Sorry. (laughs) This is the first time that he has exclamation marks for some reason. I feel like no openings, comma, sorry, period, would have been how most people would say that. Yeah. Oh, you could have put a little emoji of a sad face. Yeah. Did they have emojis back then? What is an emoji? Just a drawing, you know? Oh, my God. I blow my eyes. That's what I do. What? what? Aren't we all just emojis <laughs> on this keyboard of life? Just the dust in the wind, dude. Just emoji in the wind. What is going on? <laughs> See, that's Joe. Joe just found out the philosophy of emoji <laughs> What's life. What's happening? <laughs> he looks in the mirror and all he sees is the poop emoji, like the reflection. <laughs> I never saw the Emoji movie, but I assume it's this. <laughs> the Emoji movie, I told you about that. It was the first movie to go to Saudi Arabia. Like, they haven't played a movie in a theater for over, over 30 years. But for some reason, it got banned. And the first movie they chose to play, and they showed over and over and over, was the Emoji movie. And I think it's because it bombed here. So they're like, yo, we need a place where nobody knows what a good movie is. We need to send this to Saudi Arabia. Isn't so, uh, Patrick Stewart in it? I hope not. I think he is. I hope not. I'm pretty I, sure you're right. he is. I, he probably is. I think T.J. Miller's in it, too. I think it's got a pretty good cast. Interesting. I think it's got a stellar cast. Uh, despite his disappointment, Chet grinned. Right now, I'm starved. Let's go down to the river and have our picnic. Mm. He thanked the guard 
and the young people started to walk away. Suddenly, Frank stopped and looked back at the mill. What does he see, Sean? Propped against the south wall was a bicycle. Quickly, he ran over to examine it. This looks like a Belgian model. (laughs) Frank Frank thought. Weird. Weird. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Quickly, he ran over to it. This looks like a Belgian model. That's in quotes. Frank thought. Sure is, he told himself. The same type Ken Blake has. Is this all happening in his, in his head? head? Yeah. Frank's still in bed, dude. Frank's still in space. <laughs> oh. oh, Lord. Same type Ken Blake has. That's three. That's three Belgian bicycles in two days. What are the odds? This is crazy. On impulse... Frank pulled the pedal from his pocket and compared it to those on the bike. of course he was carrying it in his Still, deep pockets. Yeah. 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 I mean, he had to reach underneath the flashlight in its waterproof <laughs> carrying case, but yeah. They matched exactly. Frank noticed that one of the pedals looked much less worn than the other. Mm. As if it had been replaced recently, in quotes. He reflected, wondering, <laughs> wondering excitedly if someone had used this bicycle to deliver the warning note. What is this writing? New paragraph, in quotes. And could this bike be Ken's? <laughs> the young detective asked himself. That doesn't need to be a new paragraph. No, no. Also, Franklin, you're writing a book, not a radio play. Yeah. The entire time. This is what this feels like. This is a 1950s radio play. No, because if it were radio play in the last book during the shootout, they wouldn't have had to duck where they couldn't see anything because they would have known you could just say anything. Oh, and yeah. Be fine. Yeah. He's, he's just writing a bad book. <laughs> he's writing a terrible book. He gave up. He gave uh, up. Uh, he, he inspected the front wheel spokes. None was twisted, but several had slight dents. Hmm. They could, quote, they could have been straightened out easily, end quote. Frank reasoned, quote, and the paint scratches on the fender touched up, end quote. He felt his heart beat faster as he waved his companions to join him. When Frank pointed out the clues to his brother, Joe agreed immediately. It could be the bicycle which was used to deliver the message. Oh. Joe was interrupted by a strange voice behind them. Pardon me? (laughs) But why are you so interested in that bike? Frank quickly slipped the pedal into his pocket as the group swung around to face the speaker. He was the man who had been clipping the hedges. Uh, Because yesterday we met a boy, uh, Ken Blake, who was riding a bike of the same model. We don't often see this Belgian make around. For a moment, the man looked surprised, and then he smiled. Do you want to take the guy's voice this time? Oh, God, I'm going to try. It was like a Dr. Strangelove voice. Of course! (laughs) There it is. (laughs) Ken works here. Does our jobs for us around the mill. (laughs) You must be the boys he met yesterday when he was delivering some copy to the printer. It kind of turned into Kermit the Frog. It happens. Yes, uh, yes, Frank replied. See, I don't want to just read the book. Yeah. But this, there, there's some plot points here that I feel like are going to be important. They're needed. They're needed. So Frank asks, you know, well, when, he, when we asked about his job, when we asked Ken about his job, he's very secretive. And well, the maintenance man said, he has to be. And this is weird. This plant <laughs> is doing some top secret work. That's fine. But yeah. then this sentence, all of us have been impressed with the necessity 
of not talking about Elkton at all. Yeah. What does that mean? It means it's a cult. But no, why are we... They're impressed all of us have that they're not allowed to talk. with the necessity. Does yeah, that mean I know. It's weird we, wordage. We've been forced? Is yeah. that what they mean? Like, it's been impressed upon us? I think so. That's what I'm guessing. See, I I read it, and here's where I'm straight. And now that makes sense. But I read it as like, we've been actually pretty impressed <laughs> with the necessity to not talk <laughs> about it Let me tell you something. I'm, it is I can't impressive. believe this. Yeah. They told us they don't want us to talk. I cannot believe uh, This is impressive. No one's I'm, ever said, hey, don't wow. talk about something. This is impressive. Wow. Guys. Is Ken around? <laughs> Joe asked nonchalantly. We'd like to say hello. I'm afraid not, was the reply. <laughs> we sent him by bus this afternoon to do an errand. He won't be back until later. The man excused himself and resumed his clipping. Mm. We better eat, Iola giggled. My poor brother is suffering. I sure am, Chet rolled his eyes laughing, and the picnickers started away. Yeah, Nice, nice. Why did he roll his eyes? Did he go into a diabetic coma for a second? <laughs> he really I, is hungry. I think he's just got low blood, blood sugar right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I sure am. Yeah. <laughs> you want to take us out here? Joe, who was in the rear, happened to glance up at the front of the mill. He was so startled to catch a glimpse of the face at one of the second-story windows. He stopped in his tracks. Ken Blake, Joe said to himself. It's actually Ken Blake with an exclamation mark. Joe screamed to himself, <laughs> it seems. Joe screamed in his slightly disturbed head. As guns and uh, just fireworks exploded. Just pops a blood vessel. <laughs> Ken Blake. <laughs> Joe, why do you look like... Uh... <laughs> Joe. Why do you look like Tom Cruise from Fourth of July right now? <laughs> Joe, why are you in a wheelchair, buddy? What's going on with the wig? Stop going into Dad's closet. As the young yeah. sleuth stared, <laughs> mystified, the face disappeared from the window. Yeah, this just turned into a Goosebumps episode. Little ghost man, little little ghost Blake, or or he wasn't gone by bus. Oh, but that that maintenance man lied quickly to cover his tracks. Ooh, look at that! That's what I'm guessing happened. Maintenance man with that weird voice. Yeah, he's Bel- he's he's, uh, he's a Belgian man. He's a Belgiansman. He's a Belgiansman. He's a Belgiansman. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Dude, we just solved it. Okay. These are the easiest things to solve. And I, I I feel really good about solving these. Yeah. Yeah. Well, with that, our podcast is over. We solved it. We solved it. Yep. Done. Bye, guys. Stay tuned for <laughs> season four. Uh, yeah. That's, uh, that's the end of the chapter is the ghost of Ken Blake. The ghost of Ken Blake. You're signaling to me. Is it my turn or your turn? Yeah, I don't know I whose turn it is. I don't I think know whose turn it is either. It. But I didn't know, like, before we get to the rhyme, yeah. was there anything else that you had notes on this chapter, thoughts on this chapter? If I had any kicks. Mm, you're just going for it, aren't you? You're going to take me right there. <laughs> Did I get any kicks? No, I'll just wait for chapter six. 